Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello geeks and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliar. Today's guest is John DeJulius, keynote speaker at the all-new Franchise Customer Experience Conference happening June 20th through the 23rd in Atlanta, presented by Franchise Update Media and the International Franchise Association. Today's episode is brought to you by three great brands who will be joining us at FCXC, True Presence, Thrive, and Consumer Fusion. True Presence has an integrated digital marketing platform for franchises and multi-location businesses with a marketing tech stack that powers your website, email marketing, e-commerce, social media, and directories management. True Presence has developed a new technology that can better track franchise websites, including franchise microsites. They track and report on 75 SEO attributes that indicate health. They compare franchise locations to each other and to local competitors and report back to you what needs improvement in order to perform better. Learn more at truepresence.com. As I mentioned, the Franchise Customer Experience Conference from IFA and Franchise Update Media is happening June 20th through the 23rd in Atlanta. Be sure to register today at francxc.com. Our keynote speakers will include our next guest, John DeJulius. He's the authority on how to provide a world-class customer experience. He's the chief revolution officer, I love that title, at the DeJulius Group and the best-selling author of The Customer Service Revolution and The Relationship Economy. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here. Can't wait to meet you in person in Atlanta very shortly here. Um, I think you are sort of the, the, the perfect speaker and topic for this sort of all new rebranded conference that is all about customer experience. Yeah, you know, and it's great that, you know, it, it's, it's really uh, customer experience is, is actually hip and it's critical. And, and the CXO uh, position, chief experience officer, is one of the fastest growing positions in corporate America. So people have really realized that, you know, the best marketing you can have is the experience that you deliver. How did you get here? You know, a few years ago, every keynote speaker and every author was focused on selling, selling, selling and marketing in a new way. You focused on the customer experience. Why did you uh, go down that road? You know, it started 30 years ago when I opened my first business, uh, uh, you know, at the time, a 900 square foot hair salon with my wife. And we had the typical three no's. We had no customers, no employees, and no money. And uh, but we had a ton of competitors, like every major city does. We had you know salons across the street, next door, down the street, and so we could not spend. Um, we couldn't, you know, we, we did good hair, uh, but they did good hair. Uh, but what was really lacking um, in, in the early '90s in the in the um, in the salon and spa business, but obviously all businesses was their customer experience was just not good. And their employee experience was not good. So it was something, you know, we felt that we could, we could create, we could, uh, um, it was free. 
Um, we could differentiate ourselves. And so our goal immediately was to be the best experience in a guest's day. And that was not, and, and this goes for all our listeners, right? It does not go to be the best experience in a, in a salon day um, because like all our businesses, if you come in today for a salon experience, you then don't go across the street, down the street to our nearest competitor and compare. Um, you go about your day running errands, going to the dry cleaner, going to meet you know friends for lunch, going to the doctor's office. And, and we want to be a, like a Disney hangover, right? Uh, you know, yeah. it, it, whenever you get back from Disney, every experience sucks, even <laughs> though it's the same experience you always have, but by comparative. So you know, that, that we grew and, and we still, you know, have them today. And they're one of the top 20 salons in America. I'm not involved in them anymore, but from that, our reputation, people started asking me to speak on it in the uh, early to mid nineties. And it just blew up into a full fledged consulting company. I love that idea that you're, you weren't just competing with other salons in order to, you know, uh, be the best experience at a salon, but really be the best experience that person had all day, whether it was in a restaurant or went to a movie or went to, you know, some other fun thing to do that your experience in your facility, you wanted that to be the best part of their entire day. Yeah. You know, and and we work with Chick-fil-A and like, you know, their, their uh, customer experience action statement is to make their guests feel cared for unlike anywhere else. And, and, and that's the key component. They're not saying unlike Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, because again, if we run into lunch at Chick-fil-A day, we're not going to another uh, yeah. you know, restaurant uh, for several hours, you know, maybe several days, but we are going about our day and they, they train this proverbial cared for meter at Chick-fil-A where they show their, their, their employees, you know, the typical experience you know, you know, you're hearing, no, that's, that's not our policy, you know, um, no problem. And, you know, and and you have to shoot off a a flare gun to try to get someone to recognize you, look at you, you know? (laughs) And so our care for meter and a lot of our, 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 transactions is like a three or a four, but then you go into a Chick-fil-A and they're smiling and they're greeting you and, and they're beating the greet and they're delivering the five E's, which is eye contact, enthusiastic, uh, uh, greet, uh, ear to ear, smile, engage and educate. Right. And in the, the consistency, what a, a brand like Chick-fil-A um, doesn't suffer from is employee roulette. Right. And employee yeah. roulette means, you know, the level of your experience is based on the person you get. So, man, if you get Jack today, you'll you'll enjoy it. But if you don't get Jack and you get Suzanne or Tim, hold your breath, right? You better hope their (laughs) manager's nearby or they didn't get into a fight with their boyfriend last night, right? And, and, And I think the enemy of customer experience is inconsistency. Yeah, I, I think that's that's absolutely right. I've never really thought of it that way either, but it really comes down to that person that you're dealing with, whether it's a Chick-fil-A or a salon or, uh, you know, my favorite customer experience situations usually are, involve airlines and hotels, um, you know, whoever wait, wait, you're dealing you with. Did you say favorites? Level. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, <laughs> yeah, because that was, that was the example I was going to use about like, you know, it, 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 we could pound our chest that we're the best airline, you know, <laughs> and what would that yeah. be bragging, right? Ooh, I mean, yeah, it, it, Ooh, <laughs> I, I fly United and it's so much better than Delta, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, it feels like 
the the thing that I, I think a lot of brands miss out on is they think of customer experience is that that one time thing, or maybe it's the one time thing with each individual customer. You have a good experience and you'll probably go back. And then you have another good experience and you'll probably go back. The marketing guy in me says, wait a second, we're, we're not scaling this out. It's not just the great experience that John has at your Chick-fil-A. It's the fact that he walked out of there and he told his friend Jack that the best thing that happened to me today was this awesome interaction I had at Chick-fil-A. And, and it's like this, this ripple effect that sort of takes over whatever you're talking about, you stop talking about that. Now you're talking about Chick-fil-A all day. You start co-branding, you know, yourself and your experiences with those brands, Mm. the brands we can't live without. And, 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 and we don't do that with too many, right. And co-branding means, you know, Jack, you have to go to Chick-fil-A um, and, and not necessarily because their food's good, but just because of the experience or you, you Apple or Amazon or, or whatever that brand is, um, Lululemon. And, and, um, and, and, and that's, you know, put your neck out there because if, if, if it's not what you told Jack was going to be, well, you take a hit for that. Yeah. Jack has less credibility. You, you have less credibility with Jack and trust. So, you know, you get people that co-brand, but, but you're, you're right. It, 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 it's, it's about the micro moments and too many people, professionals, leaders, and employees think that um, customer loyalty is about the results and the outcome. And, and, and it's, it's scientifically proven that is false. Other than if you're going in for heart surgery today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we need a successful yeah. you know, outcome there. But in right. most businesses that we deal with. Um, the outcome has the least to do with, with, with the customer. If the outcome's wrong, the, the, that, it's, the outcome's only memorable when it's bad, right? But if I, yeah. if I get my filet medium well, like I ordered it, I'm not, you know, I, I, you know, unless I'm, I guess I'm a, a teen, I'm not taking pictures of it, sending it to you and say, Jack, look, <laughs> for $75, they cooked it like I asked, right? Um, that's the outcome. But it's the micro experiences of how easy, you know, uh, you know, or hard it was to, to make a reservation. When we checked in, did we get greeted? Did they have, when we, you know, we had to, you know, again, shoot a flare gun to get the waitress to, you know, bring you your, your side that you ordered that, you know, she forgot or, or she forgot it was gluten-free. It's all the micro experiences and the best companies focus on those micro experiences and create their signature experience around it that, you know, you can tell when, even when someone else is doing it, you're saying, oh, you got that from Nordstrom's, right? Now you're walking the package out from behind the counter and handing it to me. You know, you got that from Nordstrom's, right? That signature experience is, is, is when you know which brand, it, you know, kind of created it. How does a brand or or even a small business find their signature experience? Is it is it through feedback from their customers? Is it looking at competitors and, and seeing you know what what's working and what people are talking about? What's a good way to sort of start that process? So so those are all critical elements. Um, but I'll, I'll go to the opposite side um, uh, of Steve Jobs said it uh, best. Don't um, ask your customers what they want. Give them what they can't live without. And so if you look at revolutionary companies, 
companies that totally disrupted their industry back in the day and today from, you know, from Southwest or, or Starbucks or uh, Uber, you know, all, all these brands that just totally blew up the business model. It was never, never again the same. They didn't do focus groups. They didn't ask people, right? If this was 1982, and when I do this example, my audiences, I have to look around. There's like, you know, half the audience wasn't born in 1982, right? But <laughs> right. I'm going to assume you were born in 1982. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be in the front row and I'll, and I'll okay. wait for you when I hear So this is 1982, and, 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 and I was fo- uh, facilitating a, a focus group for coffee drinking audiences. And I'd say, you know, Jack or, or the audience, what, what do you want in a coffee drinking experience? I doubt you would have raised your hand and said, I'd like to be able to spend 10 times as much. Oh, I love that answer. Let's write that down. I doubt you would have said, I'd like to be, you would have said a coffee, what? You know, there, there, back then there was two ways, without cream, without sugar for like 25 cents. Um, I doubt you would have said, I'd like to order it over 170,000 different ways and get it. And that's a true number. And, and, and I doubt you'd say something like, I'd like to hang out here for 10 minutes or an hour and knock out emails, read a book or conduct an interview. You wouldn't have gotten those answers. Um, and you wouldn't have gotten the Starbucks experience. And, you know, then what I do for my, my younger audience, audience members that don't know what 1982 looks like, I say, if I would have asked you eight years ago, what you'd want in a, in a cab driving experience, you wouldn't have said, well, I'd like to be able to step on any street corner at 2 PM or 2 AM and have a strange unmarked car pull up and happily get in the back seat and drive off of them. Right. <laughs> I mean, all Uber is a systematized hitchhiking. So, you know, it's really important um, to look outside industries, right? And, and and customers don't know what what is possible. And 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 when Southwest, who's who's you know, is one of the best at customer experience in the airline industry or in any industry, but back 45 years ago when they started, they were last in turnaround times of their airplanes, which is their number one KPI on on time departures, on time arrivals, productivity of their crew. So if if I'm in charge of Southwest, I find the 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 uh, the best airline who has the best uh, turnaround time and, 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 and copy them. Right. That's not what Southwest did. They studied NASCAR pit crews. Right. And and and, you know, when they were able to turn what they were doing in 30 minutes down to, you know, like a few uh, a few uh, minutes. And, you know, we have to look outside our industry and, and think of what can we bring um, that, you know, no one's ever thought of before. That's where the that's where the disruption happens. Back in a moment after this word from Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion helps franchises attract customers online with their AI-powered reputation platform. With more than 70,000 illegitimate negative reviews removed, Consumer Fusion allows franchise brands to maximize their digital footprint with reputation management, local SEO, and social media, including automated owner's responses and integrated review generation tools. Get started with a one-month free pilot and learn why brands trust Consumer Fusion with their online reputation. Visit ConsumerFusion.com pilot. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. So many of the brands that uh, we'll be meeting with in Atlanta in a couple of weeks uh, have gone through, just like everyone, a, a rough couple of years. And some brands have really grown. 
during the pandemic and the lockdown, and they're kind of looking to see, you know, what what crisis is coming our way next. How has customer experience just evolved or or you know flashed forward due to the the circumstances of the, of the past couple of years? I would imagine it's changed dramatically from what you were talking about a few years ago. It has. It's it, 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 since since the uh, the middle of the pandemic. Um, you know, in, until now, it, it, we are in a recession and have been in one a customer service recession, which always leads to a customer uh, to to a, an overall recession. Um, customer satisfaction is at off a uh, 16 year low um, mm. across all industries. And it's obviously why, as you mentioned, for a lot of people with pent up demand, sales is up. Uh, but service is down. We have less people um, to serve. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we just, and, you know, two biggest mistakes companies are making um, is they're, they're running out and hiring anyone they could find. Um, and they are uh, looking the other way on existing employees who they never would keep in normal circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, all that creates a bad experience and it, and, and it creates a bad experience internally um, and I know it's easy. And listen, I'm, I'm, I own four companies and, and you know, we need employees. Um, but, it, it, I, you know, it, it, it's better to lose the sales than the reputation. And if I accommodate you, um, seat you uh, and, and your significant other today with a horrible staff, uh, you're never coming back. You're never giving me a second chance versus if I say, I apologize, we're fully committed tomorrow. Can I make a reservation in, in the future? There's, you know, there's, there's a much higher likelihood that you're going to give me a second chance. You might even want to come more because you couldn't get in. But um, I'd rather lose the sales today than, than the reputation because um, this pent up demand uh, is going away. And how good we are uh, today will determine how busy we are in the next six to 18 months. And, uh, you know, that, that that's going to be key. Uh, we have a, a reckoning coming, uh, you know, with, with, with the recession. Um, to me, there's some advantages of a recession. Um, it, it, you know, A, it becomes an employer market again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the great resignation is going to turn into the great layoff. Uh, and, and B, um, you know, we got a lot of shitty competitors out there that are able, you know, even a turkey can fly in a tornado, right? And, and there's a lot of turkeys that have been <laughs> flying in the past couple of years. Well, they've been giving us bad names. And so what happens to me is a recession is like a business enema and it does a cleansing. It gets rid of the crappy competitors. It opens up, you know, a, a bigger market share for employees and uh, the customer base. And through all of this, if so many other brands, whether it's a competitor or something in a completely different sector, if so many people are giving customers a really bad experience, the bar's kind of low right now, right? Like, like you could really delight a customer um, with with very little change. You know, a couple of things here and there could really make somebody's day. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, consistency and, and being brilliant at the basics. It, it is huge and, and, and it always is, but like that right there, if, 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 if today people aren't disappointed, they're happy. But on the flip side, we're all human. We're all going to drop the ball. And there's that service recovery paradox um, that says, if you, if you come in and I give you what you came in for and you leave and, you know, win as planned, 
you 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 may or may not be loyal like you're happy you weren't disappointed you're not doing brand terrorism but there's there's you know uh irrefutable evidence that if, if we drop the ball and we pick it up and make it right you'll be significantly more loyal than had nothing gone wrong so like you know a business strategy jokingly is you know you want to create loyal customers screw up first right and, and, and what i mean by that is is let's prepare Let's reduce the amount we screw up, but let's also know we're still going to screw up. Hopefully not 8% of the time. Maybe we get it down to 3% of the time, but just as important, let's be prepared when that 3% happens and stop acting like a deer in the headlights. We knew certain things are going to happen this week. Um, they happen every week. We may not, it may not, we don't know if it's going to be three o'clock today or, or 8 p.m., but we know that the most common things that go wrong are, are, are this, this, and this. And let's have, you know, service recovery protocols in place that the 18 year old hostess can crush it. And you are just amazed. And now you're, you know, you're a brand evangelist. Excellent. John, if our listeners would like to learn a little bit more, maybe before they see you in Atlanta or or even right after, where should we send them? Uh, you know, they can follow me on LinkedIn at John D. Julius, um, John D. Julius, D-I-J-U-L-I-U-S, or the djuliusgroup.com. Excellent. And we will all see you in Atlanta. Everyone, John is speaking at the FCXC in Atlanta, Buckhead, on Tuesday, June 20. John, thanks so much, and we will see you soon. Thanks, Jack. It was a pleasure. Can't wait to see you in Atlanta. Before we go, a quick word from Thrive. Thrive is an end-to-end client experience software for growing franchise brands. With their turnkey solution, franchisors can be confident every location is running and growing on the same franchise marketing software. Easily view your best and worst performing locations, filtered by metrics such as geography, average order value, number of appointments, and more. Keep tabs on your entire business and individual locations all from one place. Check it out today at thrive.com slash features slash franchises. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. The comeback of a lifetime is happening now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.